We all know that South Carolina has got one of the toughest schedules in the country in 2023. But besides the Georgia game, which matchups stick out as the most difficult on the schedule? You are Locked On Gamecocks, your daily podcast on the South Carolina Gamecocks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Gamecock Nation, and welcome back to the Locked On Gamecocks Podcast. I'm Andrew Lyon, the host of this podcast, and you can find my written work over on Gamecocks Digest on SI.com. Thank y'all so much, as always, for making the Lockdown Gamecocks podcast your first listen or watch for your team every day. We are free and available both on YouTube and wherever you get your audio podcasts daily. We are inching closer and closer to the start of the 2023 football season for the South Carolina Gamecocks. And just like last year, there's one constant narrative that we have all heard this entire offseason, and that is just how difficult the schedule is for South Carolina. Now, last year, admittedly, I myself felt like that that narrative was a little bit overblown. But this year, honestly, there's no arguing it. There's no fighting the notion. South Carolina, they are going to go through a gauntlet in 2023. There's just no other way to put it. And everyone knows that the Georgia game especially is going to be the toughest, the most difficult matchup on this schedule. But there are other games that also stick out when you look at South Carolina's entire 2023 slate. So, for today's show, I want to go over the three toughest games outside of the Georgia game. Let's start off with the most difficult game outside of Georgia. This is going to shock a lot of you, possibly. I think the toughest game for South Carolina is the road matchup against the Missouri Tigers in Week 8. I am not joking. I am being 100% serious here. Why do I believe the Missouri game is the most difficult game outside of Georgia for South Carolina this upcoming fall? There's a couple different factors that I think that we need to keep in mind here with the Gamecocks matchup against the Tigers. One is the recent history that we just can't deny and the impact that this could potentially have on the team's confidence coming into this game. Missouri has won each of the last four matchups in this series. And the thing is, when you play a team every single year... Let's say you lose just one game in one random year to that team, or maybe you lose two straight games. At that point, especially in these circumstances, if you're a South Carolina fan, you're probably still not taking Missouri very seriously. Heck, there's probably some of you that still don't take Missouri very seriously in this conference. But when a team beats you three or more times in a row, that changes how a team's confidence is shaped when they are coming into that matchup the following year. And I'm not saying that South Carolina, by any means, is scared of Missouri. I'm certainly not trying to imply that. But this game has gone beyond a healthy level of respect, potentially, for the opponent. Now, South Carolina, they're probably confused. They're frustrated, both in the locker room and also in coaching offices, trying to figure out 
How on earth have we let it get to this point? How have we let Missouri beat us four straight years? You start to question yourself a lot. And that is where things can possibly spiral, especially if maybe you're in a series where, admittedly on paper, you are overmatched. And again, this is not that kind of series. This is unexplainable for most people. Nobody can tell you how on earth Missouri has done it four straight years against South Carolina, pulling off the win. But they have. And you have to imagine that that's going to impact the Gamecock psyche at least to a certain degree heading into that game. And Eli Drinkwitz, he's been a big part mainly of that success. He has been the Tigers head coach in each of their last three wins against the Gamecocks. And he also was App State's head coach when the Mountaineers shocked South Carolina in the 2019 season. And there are some coaches in this sport that might not be good. They might just be dead average, like Eli Drinkwitz has been throughout his time at Missouri. But for whatever reason, when they face a specific team, they just know how to craft a game plan for that particular opponent. They just know how to get their team ready for that team. And that is what has happened with Eli Drinkwitz while he's been at Missouri when the Tigers have faced off against the Gamecocks. Again, I know that most people call him a dork. I know that Eli Drinkwitz, he's the one that's got his job at stake more than likely this season, not Shane Beamer. But either way you slice it, you have to tip your cap at some point. Just admit that this guy has gotten you more often than not. In this case, South Carolina has yet to prove that they can beat Eli Drinkwitz. And that, again, that's going to play a factor in this game. It just seems like that Eli Drinkwitz, he knows what he has to do when South Carolina is coming up on the schedule. Now, another reason why I think the Missouri game is the toughest game for the Gamecocks this season outside of Georgia is the schedule and emotional dynamics that will be at play when this game comes up on the schedule. Part of the reason I have this game listed here is because it's an away game. But it's not the idea of playing at Ferret Field that would have me worried if I was South Carolina. That's not the main reason. It would be where this game is slotted on the schedule. In Week 7, South Carolina is going to be taking on the Florida Gators. That is also going to be a revenge game that's going to have a lot of emotions riding on it. South Carolina got embarrassed by the Gators in Gainesville this past fall. They're going to want retribution in that game. williams Price is going to be packed. It is going to be loud. And especially if South Carolina gets off to a good start, coming off of that bye week, it is going to be a really, really hostile environment for the Gators. There's going to be a lot of emotions in that game. You get my point with the Florida game. This is where this game could be a little more tricky. This is going to be another revenge game, another emotional game for South Carolina. Except for this time, it is going to be away from your home stadium. It is going to be in the other Columbia. And as Shane Beamer has said multiple times this offseason, South Carolina is going to be relying on a lot of newcomers, especially some true freshmen, whether it's in the two deep or maybe even some guys that are going to be starting in some capacity this fall. And I do think this freshman class is mature beyond their years collectively. I really truthfully do. But they are true freshmen. They are 18-year-old kids. They are stepping up into the college ranks. They're no longer playing high school ball. So if you come into a game a little bit maybe 
lackadaisical, especially if, let's say, the Gamecocks get revenge against the Gators in Week 7, then that could hurt you in a game like this one against the Missouri Tigers. It very well could come back to haunt you. So, I just do not like where this game is slotted whatsoever, considering the game that's taking place before the Missouri game. The last reason why I think this game is the toughest game on South Carolina's schedule, outside of Georgia, Missouri could come into this game in wounded animal mode. Now, I've discussed wounded animal mode before, but if you haven't heard this phrase used before, the definition of wounded animal mode is essentially this. This team has lost a couple straight games, and they basically feel like their backs are against the wall. In essence, they feel like that they've got to get a win right now. They cannot afford to lose their upcoming game. The Tigers, in the two weeks preceding their game against the Gamecocks, play the number 5 LSU Tigers at home, and then they go on the road to play the Kentucky Wildcats. Skipping ahead to the final four weeks of the regular season, the Missouri Tigers play at number 1 Georgia, they play the number 12 Tennessee Volunteers at home, then they play the Florida Gators at home, and then they end the season at Arkansas, a team that's going to want payback in their own right from what happened this past fall. Missouri could lose at least three, if not all four of their final games of the regular season, plus the two against LSU and Kentucky that I brought up earlier. And Eli Drinkwitz knows good and well, and I think this team is going to know good and well, if he wants to guarantee that he is going to remain the head coach at Missouri this next season, he cannot go 6-6 six and six and leave the possibility open that they have a losing record to end the season. Eli Drinkwitz cannot afford that. So this game against South Carolina could be a quote-unquote empty-the-chamber type game for Missouri, where they basically just take the kitchen sink and they throw it at South Carolina. They empty the playbook. They give them everything they can handle, knowing what's coming after their bye week and what could happen leading into the South Carolina game. Missouri could be in desperation mode. And sometimes teams that are in full-blown desperation mode or wounded animal mode, as I like to call it, they are the most dangerous teams to face on a Saturday. You combine that with everything else I've mentioned to this point, there's no question in my mind. Outside of the Georgia game, Missouri is the toughest opponent for South Carolina in 2023, considering all the circumstances. We'll continue this conversation regarding the third and fourth most difficult games for South Carolina on their 2023 slate in just a couple moments right here on Locked on Gamecocks. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. Now, I'm going to get personal with all of you real quick. During my junior year of college, I went through a really rough patch. I was not socializing very much with people outside of my very close friend group. I wasn't really going out and doing any sort of activities. I wasn't working out. I wasn't getting out of my apartment very much. And I very quickly realized that I needed to go to therapy. I needed to go and get help. And it helped me a great deal get through that rough patch in my junior year. It helped me learn how to open up more to my friends whenever I needed to. And it just made the last couple years of my college experience all that much better. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and you can suit it to your own schedule. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnCollege today to get 10% off of your first month. That's BetterHelp, 
H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. Welcome back to this Tuesday edition of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast, where we cover your South Carolina Gamecocks every single day in just 30 minutes. And as always, thank you to all of you everydayers for making the Locked On Gamecocks podcast your daily watch or listen for your South Carolina Gamecocks sports coverage. We're going to continue our conversations regarding South Carolina's schedule on tomorrow's show when we dive into why Kentucky is the biggest trap game for South Carolina in 2023, not Mississippi State. We'll touch on that in more detail on tomorrow's show right here on Locked On Gamecocks. But let's get back to the most difficult games for South Carolina this upcoming fall, continuing our conversation with the third most difficult game, which I think is going to be the Gamecocks rivalry game against the Clemson Tigers in Week 13. Now, the first reason why I have Clemson slotted here, it kind of goes along with one of the factors I mentioned with the Missouri game, the schedule dynamic. Because before the Palmetto Bowl is even going to take place, South Carolina is going to match up with one of the most physical teams in the SEC in Week 12 in the Kentucky Wildcats. A team that is going to try to establish the line of scrimmage and isn't afraid to make their game against you a rock fight. So South Carolina, they're going to have to deal with Devin Leary. They're going to have to deal with a pretty solid receiving core, a running back in Ray Davis that might not quite be Chris Rodriguez Jr., thankfully, but he's still a pretty solid back. And of course, the Kentucky Wildcats defense has been one of the best defenses in this conference for the past several years. That's not going to be an easy task, playing that game the week before your annual rivalry matchup with the Clemson Tigers who, by the way, get to play North Carolina the week before their game against South Carolina. Doesn't exactly match up in terms of the opponents both teams are facing, but I digress on that. The other reason why this game is one of the most difficult games of the season is there's going to be a lot of pressure riding on this game. There's obviously the inherent pressure considering the fact that this is a game that decides state bragging rights for an entire year, and the coaches clearly feel that, the players feel that, and the fans bring the energy. So both teams feel that pressure coming into this kind of game, but both teams also have their own kind of unique pressure that the other team is not going to be feeling heading into this contest. For South Carolina, last year was the first time in nine calendar years that they were finally able to best their arch rivals, defeating them 31-30, and... That win gave Shane Beamer and the Gamecocks a ton of momentum, especially when it came to recruiting in the state of South Carolina. It made it a lot easier, I think, to land guys like Cam Pringle, like Josiah Thompson, especially like a Blake Franks, a Mazio Bennett, who at the time was still considering Clemson. It made in-state recruiting way smoother for South Carolina, and it also sent the message to not just the state, but the entire region and the rest of the country that South Carolina was tired of being beaten and battered and basically just tossed around like a rag doll in this rivalry, and that that was no longer going to be the case. It's also incredible considering the fact that it happened in just Shane Beamer's second year here in Columbia. 
But despite me saying all that, there are going to be people out there, especially those up there in the upstate, that will believe that last year's win was a one-off. And there'll be pressure on the Gamecocks, whether it's fair or not, to validate last season's win by winning again this coming November to prove that the gap between them and Clemson is either gone or at the very least is very minimal at this point in time. But Clemson will also have its own kind of unique pressure, which, at least for half of it, South Carolina likely won't be feeling when they play this game in Columbia. Because for the Tigers, this could be a game where they're not only trying to stay in the college football playoff hunt, as admittedly, there's a high likelihood that when this game takes place, Clemson will either have maybe one loss or potentially be undefeated. They could also have two losses, but we just don't know. Either way, the Tigers could very easily be, again, a college football playoff contender when this matchup takes place. But the other kind of pressure that this coaching staff, particularly the head coach, is going to feel coming into this game, this game feels like a legacy game for Dabo Sweeney. It feels like a game in which Dabo Sweeney could be trying to save his coaching reputation as one of the top coaches in this sport. Now, obviously, Dabo Sweeney's legacy is already cemented at Clemson and in college football history with what all he's done up there. You at least have to give him that. But in the last few years, very clearly, Clemson has taken multiple steps back, at least relative to what they had done in previous years. In 2019, of course, they made it to the national title game only to get basically blown out by LSU. In 2020, they made it to the college football playoff again, but got blown in the semifinals by Ohio State. And then in 2021, they didn't even make it to the ACC championship game. Last year, they lose to South Carolina, and that effectively takes them completely out of contention for the college football playoff once again. So, Dabo Sweeney, he's got a ton of pressure that's going to be on him this year to deliver some results to a fan base that is a little bit wary of what the future holds in his tenure up there at Clemson. So, this is a game that Dabo Sweeney and Clemson, for them, this is a must-win. And for South Carolina, obviously, this is a must-win too. But in terms of which team's got more pressure... It's pretty clear and evident. The majority of the pressure is going to lie on Clemson's sideline in that locker room, not South Carolina's. But as I mentioned earlier about teams that maybe are in wounded animal mode, how those teams can be the toughest teams to play. Those could be the toughest matchups. You could possibly say the same about Clemson. They might not be in wounded animal mode per se, but I can guarantee you again, They will be in desperation mode. They will understand that this is a game that they cannot afford to drop two years in a row because if they do, the ramifications will be quite, quite high for them, both in this series and also when it comes to, again, potentially Dapo's reputation in college football. For South Carolina, obviously, it would be fantastic. But that's why this game is going to be so tough because you know you got an opponent that's going to come out swinging. And they're going to come out swinging for 60 minutes. There's no way that those guys are going to lose lying down. So for that reason, this game, in my opinion, is the third toughest game for South Carolina in 2023. We'll come back in just a couple of moments to discuss the final game on today's show, the fourth toughest game 
for South Carolina this upcoming fall. Before we touch on that, today's show is also brought to you by FanDuel. Football season is getting ready to kick off in just a couple weeks, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long. Because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team, literally any team, to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every victory. You can pick the Arizona Cardinals to win it. You can pick the Chicago Bears to win it. But what about the biggest feel-good story in the NFL right now, the Detroit Lions? The Lions are listed at plus 2,100 odds to win the Super Bowl. A lot of people think that the least, the Lions are going to make it to the playoffs this year. You can make a lot of money on these guys, and you could use that extra money on bonus bets like spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. We've talked about the Missouri Tigers. We've talked about the Clemson Tigers. And there's no need to obviously talk about the Georgia Bulldogs because everyone understands that game. But the fourth most difficult game for South Carolina in 2023, it is their road game against the Texas A&M Aggies in Week 9. There's a few different reasons, obviously, for this game being listed here. One, this game is taking place in the dreaded back half of a back-to-back road stretch a little over halfway into the season. Talked about it earlier, the Gamecocks are playing the Missouri Tigers in week eight on the road. And the following week, they'll be heading to College Station to take on the Texas A&M Aggies, a team that is going to be coming off of a bye week. And the Aggies are going to be looking for revenge against South Carolina, who ended their winless streak against Texas A&M this past fall in Williams-Brice. And that was also a game that, in a way, sent Texas A&M season spiraling downward from that point on. So especially for the players that are going to be coming back this fall for the Aggies, they're going to have this game circled. No question about that. You look at it from South Carolina's standpoint, going back to the Gamecocks real quick. This game is also coming off the heels of two emotional revenge games in Florida and Missouri. Emotions are going to be drained by the time you get to Texas A&M. It's, again, the second straight road game for South Carolina. And you just have to wonder, honestly, how much energy they're going to have by the time this game takes place, considering the games they're playing in the two weeks preceding this contest. It's a very fair question to ask. And again, South Carolina is going to be relying on a lot of newcomers, a lot of new faces, and a lot of true freshmen to help them out this year. So... The magnitude of those factors only increases tenfold when it comes to games like this. Also, when talking about the Aggies and in terms of what they could do this year, I think that this offense is just going to be better under Bobby Petrino. That's, of course, assuming that Jimbo Fisher is going to finally get out of the way, allow Bobby Petrino to call plays offensively without getting involved, without meddling too much with the game plan. And the Aggies also return a lot of production defensively, especially in the secondary and also along the defensive line. Now, I'm not the biggest DJ Durkin fan in the world, both for what, of course, happened with that one Maryland player many years ago, but also just because I feel like, honestly, he's a bit overrated as a defensive coordinator in college football. I think he's a fine coordinator, but I really truly don't think he's a difference maker. Not like a Bobby Petrino is 
on the offensive side of the ball. So you combine all of that together, the return production they have, the likely change of the guard when it comes to offensive play calling, the fact they have this game at home, they're coming off a bye week, and the Aggies are going to be looking for revenge. Honestly, the more I talk about this game, the more you could possibly argue this game should be higher up on the list. But either way, I've got this game slotted fourth out of the most difficult games that South Carolina is going to have to deal with this upcoming fall. What are your thoughts on the most difficult games for South Carolina in 2023? Do you think that I nailed my selections on today's show, or do you think I'm dead wrong? Do you think there's some other games that I should have brought up? No matter what you think, let me know your thoughts down below in the comments section if you watch today's show on YouTube, or shoot me a direct message on Twitter at A-Line underscore SC if you listen to today's show on an audio podcast app. Once again, thank y'all so much for tuning in to today's show. Have a great rest of your Tuesday, and I'll be sure to catch y'all on the next show of the Locked On Gamecocks podcast.